Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, this is a podcast where I have an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing some positive things in their communities. And today I am so super excited because I have Christina Andrews, and I'm going to shorten her name and just call her Tina Andrews. <laughs> And Tina is the proud mother of five amazing children between the ages of six and 17 who are unique individuals with special needs. She is their cheerleader and ardent supporter. Additionally, she's also a project coordinator, a doula, a prenatal educator, and health coach. Now, in Tina's current position at the Parent Information Center of Delaware, PICDEL for short, she partners with families to help them find resources and support for their health and education, including coordinating a community doula program that serves Sussex County. Tina, welcome to Out and About with Antoinette. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here to talk with you. And I am so honored to have you with me. You know, um, my husband and I are parents also of a special needs son. However, back in 1992, there were limited to no resources. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't remember receiving any information from the doctors in NICU or PICU. And, you know, it's scary when you have a child of special needs. So I'm so glad to know that now that PIC of Delaware is a fantastic partner for parents. Yes, PIC has been um, in existence um, since 84. Um, and we are a, a statewide um, organization um, that works with families of children with all kinds of different special needs. Um, I too didn't know very much uh, about the Parent Information Center. I first came to it in um, 2009 as a uh, project coordinator for a grant called the PERC Grant, which helped families get involved in their children's schools and help schools um, be more family friendly. Um, and then I went on, um, because I was so inspired by the families that I worked with there and the staff, I uh, went back to school and got my master's in special education and um, taught children with autism for a few years. And um, then I taught uh, fifth grade and special education. And um, a few years ago, I talked with Midra, our executive director, and um, ended up coming back to um, be the project coordinator for our PTI program, which is focused on families of children with special needs. So as I, I'm going back, because now our, our oldest, who I, I alluded to, um, who is our special need, he will actually be 30 years old. <laughs> um, and I remember, you know, it, it was so emotional. Um, we felt isolated. We felt like no one understood, you know, not, in addition to not only, you know, the reasons behind, you know, because he had lots of surgeries and stuff. I remember I still have this picture in my head. We, you know, we went from school system to school district and we actually started in um, 
um, I can't remember when he finally started going to school, we actually kind of choiced him out because we thought that other schools were better for him. And I remember, and I still have this picture, Tina, in my head, and it still hurts my heart to this day, but it was, you know, his first day in a new school district, and we thought that he was going to get, um, you know, better treatment or more specialized care. And we arrived early and he's sitting at his desk and that back then kid, you know, he was all dressed up, you know, with his shirt and his <laughs> pants on and stuff. And the teacher was really kind of offhandish. She really like felt like this was not something she was, had signed up for quote and unquote. And then as we walked out, Tyre sitting there at the desk, like, you know, all ready to go. But then I could, I could just imagine that he was probably going to be sitting like that for the entire day, that he was not going to get that attention. So how, you know, how do, are you working with parents that feel like, oh my God, my kid is, is going to be on an island? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, um, fortunately, so much uh, has changed. Um, there is uh, a lot of focus on children with special needs in the school districts. Um, there are teachers that are passionate about what they do. There are still a lot of challenges. And so what we encourage um, at the Parent Information Center is that parents have knowledge, number one, about what their child is um, entitled to through IDEA, the special education law, or 504, which is another um, law, a separate one, and that they um, have great communication with their schools to make sure that number one, all the supports and accommodations that their child might need are in place. And then that it's actually being followed. Um, and then that the school really knows your child um, and, is, and by school, I mean, teachers, staff, administration are comfortable talking with you and working through any challenges. Um, you know, so especially in this time of COVID, it's been, it's been really challenging for a lot of parents because they don't know what's going on. There's not as much access to the school um, in terms of going to the school. Um, but one of the benefits that we've seen, if, if it can be called a benefit, is a lot of parents are seeing the instruction because they saw it online, mm. right? When, when their kids did virtual instruction, a lot of parents saw the techniques, they saw the curriculum, they saw, the implementation of some of these IEP goals. And, and that really um, gave parents some knowledge about what they did and did not want uh, moving back into the school building. So we do work with parents to talk to the IEP teams, to talk to the schools, to make sure that their child is receiving what they should. Um, another component of our program is with very serious issues such as school discipline, um, you know, expulsion, suspension, um, all of those things uh, for children with uh, special education needs. Um, and then also for children that don't have that, but maybe mar in marginalized communities. Mm. And so we know that these communities are disproportionately reflected in suspensions, expulsions. Um, so we have an ombudsman program, the Delaware Public Ombudsman Program, which is new, just began in April. Oh, great. Um, for those families that are, you know, dealing with very serious conflict, conflict with um, the school system and need extra support, immediate support. Um, and, you know, 
we're talking about um, their children not being able to go to school. So, you know, um, on the PTI side with our parent consultants, you know, we work with parents on IEP meetings and manifestation determination meetings, which is when your child has been out of school for 10 days mm -hmm. um, through suspension or expulsion or a placement change. Um, you know, those things we still handle, but if it is, you know, one of those more serious cases, then we do refer it to the um, ombudsman program now. And that is great because, you know, we didn't have a quote and unquote parent partner with us um, in those IEP meetings. And, you know, just like you as a parent of um, a special needs child or a child that has special needs, those meetings are very, very intense because you're in there, you know, you're the mama bear, you know, you're the papa bear and you're there to, to really, you know, make sure your son or daughter gets what they need. And then you've got this teacher here saying that and that teacher saying that and that coach saying that. And it's like, they're all ganging up on what your child can't do and not focusing on what he can do with assistance or what she can do with assistance. And those meetings, oh, they were draining. I, 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 yeah, I, yeah they were, yeah. IEP meetings are very draining. I take, I take uh, a parent consultant with me to my kids' meetings, and I have the knowledge, but it's a different thing when it's your child. There's emotion involved, there's history, there's relationships. It's always a good idea to have somebody with you to hear what is happening that is somewhat removed. Obviously, they're your friend or you invited them, but they're listening to what's said you know, and, and uh, communicated. Truthfully, you know, a secret in my job is, I, I mean, I, you know, am educated and we do, um, you know, look at the law and we help families apply it. But most of my job is really communicating to parents that they are necessary, that they um, are the most important person at the table and that, and to give them confidence. So a lot of what I do at, um, you know, the IEP table is Give the parent confidence. Um, you know, I don't, I am working under their direction. So I don't go in there and, you know, say anything. I help the parent do that. I encourage them to do that. We talk about it beforehand. I say, hey, this might be something they discuss. How do you feel about that? Right. What would you say? You know, I coach them in the process so they feel comfortable. Because like you said, it can be very intimidating. <clears throat> even for very experienced parents yes, and having somebody else there to say, do you need to take a break? Or, um, you know, didn't you want to discuss this? Or I think that, um, you know, miss so-and-so is uncomfortable because of this mm -hmm. and prompting. That's basically what we do, you know, um, is, is make parents uh, realize that they have power Mm -hmm. and um, that they can use it and that they are their child's advocate. Oh, Tina, I wish what I would have loved if back in the <laughs> 90s I have had someone like that because again, you are not really concentrating on the words that are coming out of their mouth um, uh, other than the negatives. Um, and again, you're just there to support your child and to defend your child. And it's also seems like it's an attack on you, the parent, like you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Oh, gosh, I, I'm sorry. I, I hate the word hate. Um, I, I don't use it. But those meetings, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the reality is that sometimes there won't be good communication, right? 
even though we work hard to make that happen, sometimes there is an agreement and parents do have safeguards. They do have rights. You know, they can file a state complaint if they feel like it's necessary. They can go to due process. So we also educate parents about their options. There is mediation. There are a lot of options for families that feel like the school's IEP team and the school system isn't listening or isn't really hearing what they're saying. Um, so, you know, we there are also those options. But like I said, you know, we really work with the school system and with the parents to not get to that point, right? Okay. Um, that is, you know, the point we don't want to get to because unless you're moving, your child is going to continue in that school system. So we want it to be positive. We mm -hmm. want there to be a working relationship with the family and the, the child. And then as they get older, we want those teens to become um, advocates for themselves. Yes. And so we have some programs, uh, teen programs focused on teens to help them become advocates because they should be taking part in their IEP meetings. They should be planning what they're gonna do after you know, high school. Right. Um, and you know, their parents um, are a part of that, but their parents you know, can step back as they get older, depending of course on the child and their disability and all of that. But we do have um, a lot of information for that transition period um, and how to support families. Um, we also have a program called um, Delaware Family Voices. We just um, took that program on this year. Um, it's been an organization that's been existent uh, in Delaware. And Delaware Family Voices works with um, children and youth um, with critical healthcare needs, mm. with um, special healthcare needs. So, you know, these are families that um, might have um, wheelchairs and might have, um, you know, tube feedings and might need nursing. Um, you know, the, it's a whole range of, of different needs, but we help them with insurance um, needs, communicating with insurance companies, um, you know, talking about appeals and also connecting them with other parents of families that are experiencing similar things that they are. So we have um, a family leadership network where we have families that come every month. We do trainings on different um, topics. So we just recently did one on fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Um, we did one on um, ODD and uh, reactive attachment disorder and oppositional defiance. Um, so every month we um, have what's called a learning community and anybody is invited to the learning community. Awesome, um, awesome. To discuss this and we want people that are not familiar with the topic. So, you know, I had people when we were talking about fetal alcohol um, spectrum disorder say, well, my child doesn't have that. And I said, good, because in Delaware, a lot were siloed. And what we want to do is say, you know, if your child has Down syndrome, we want you at this meeting. Maybe you know of a resource right. in working with your child that will benefit these parents and families. You know, we don't want the same people attending the same meetings. We want people and we want that knowledge to go out because, you know, in the case of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, it is highly underdiagnosed. Mm. Um, and, you know, we're trying to get the word out there um, about the effects, about what it looks like in schools. 
Um, so that's, you know, one example, but we encourage any, everybody to come to the, um, to the learning communities. And then we do a training for the family leaders and they are paid um, because we don't like asking parents to volunteer, right, right. especially parents of children with special needs. Um, they get asked to volunteer and be a part of all these committees, um, but you know they are their time is valuable. Um, so you know we do compensate for that, and you know have a lot of fun, and um, we're building a community. So you know definitely, um, I hope your listeners, if they're interested, um, will check it out on our website at pickofdell.org. Excellent. And, um, excellent. And you know what, before you even give that information, let's take this quick break because there is so much going on and you just touched the, like, just probably like just the top because there's just so many <laughs> yeah. layers to this. So we're going to take this quick break and when we come back, I want to continue the conversation with you to get more information about the offerings, the services at uh, the PIC Information Center, uh, Parent, I'm sorry, I'm saying PIC by Delaware, but Parent <laughs> Information Center, Delaware, and any upcoming events before the fall, you know, so parents can get ready because it'll be here before you know it. So we'll be right back after this quick bre uh, break. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the Linktree ID. A. Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Are you ready to join the billion dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you are a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. Conveniently located in Middletown, Delaware, Blake's state-of-the-art production facilities make producing your first or 100th podcast a breeze. No matter what kind of project you have in mind, the professionals at Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio can help with your production or give you the tools to produce it on your own. At the heart of Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is award-winning blogger, vlogger, and CEO Antoinette Blake, and her goal is simple, to help one more entrepreneur be successful. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now, 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises Social Media Marketing and Consulting, and here on Out and About with Antoinette every week on a Wednesday at 1 p.m. I am interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware that's doing some positive things in their communities. And today we're in Sussex County talking to Tina Andrews. And Tina was giving us some great information and great resources that are provided by the Parent Information Center of Delaware for parents that have children with special needs. And you know, um, this is forever. I mean, this is ongoing. You're going to be looking for not only um, the, the programs, but information from the time your child starts school. And like Tina says, even uh, ready for graduation. So Tina, tell us more about some of those resources that are available for parents with children that were recently, you know, diagnosed with special mm -hmm. needs, you know, because that's always, that's, that's, that rocks your world, you know, mm -hmm. um, not only, you know, if it's a physical disability, but a psychological, a mental, whatever. And when you're given that news, sometimes you feel like you've done something wrong or you failed mm -hmm. at something. And that is not the case. And I, you know, and I wish and prayed that I had somebody 
that was in a similar situation and that just wasn't there in the 90s. So again, kudos to the Parent Information Center. So share with us, with the parents that, you know, that may be looking for those resources. Yes. So um, as I said, for um, parents in terms of insurance and those uh, challenges, which can be overwhelming, um, we have Delaware Family Voices and we have our parent consultants that will work with them. This morning, we had an MCO call where families, we have it every month, where families can speak with the representatives from um, the two MCOs in Delaware to ask specific questions um, about how to support their child and their family. Um, we also, on our PTI, our parent training and information side, we um, help families of children of all ages, newly diagnosed, suspected um, children with um, you know, 504s, um, and we help them through that initial school time. Um, so, you know, uh, it's separated. So there's part C, which is your zero to three, and then it's part B, um, which is uh, edu your educational career from three up. So we help families in both. And what I love is that, um, you know, our executive director, Midra, um, is so open and willing to look at new programs and ideas. And I am a doula. Um, I have been for 21 years and um, I'm really passionate about birth work, pregnancy, um, postpartum, um, especially in Delaware because we have such, um, you know, horrible uh, health disparities for black women and their babies um, who are dying disproportionate uh, to white women and, and other um, groups. So. Um, I brought this to Midra uh, a few years ago and said, you know, I would love to explore this if we have the opportunity. And fortunately, we got a grant from Healthy Women, Healthy Babies. Um, and we were able to start this community doula program in Sussex County, where we um, train and help uh, certify um, doulas of color to work in communities of color especially communities of color where there are high poverty um, and, and other challenges. So the, one of the communities that we selected was Seaford. Um, and we have uh, been you know, training doulas and matching doulas. Um, if there is somebody listening that is pregnant that would like a doula, it is free because we have a grant. Awesome. Um, to cover um, right now. So um, you know, if they would like extra support, um, and you know, the way that we look at this at, at PIC is that advocacy starts from pregnancy. You know, um, a parent that is making decisions that can talk to their medical providers and tell them what they need um, is a parent that can do that when their child is diagnosed. Um, so, you know, we really feel like these skills are transferable and it helps build a relationship with these families. So they will say, oh, you know, we had a doula that we loved and now I need some help with my child's schooling and they will contact us. Um, so, you know, to, to kind of help with some of that you were talking about, like you didn't even know it was available and you wished you had. And so, you know, we're trying to communicate that, um, but hol holistically, you know, through supports that we offer to communities and families and then letting them know this is lifelong. Mm -hmm. You know, this is for your child's life. You know, if you need assistance, if 
your child is suddenly <clears throat> diagnosed with hearing loss or you know some other um, challenge you know you can come to us and we can connect you with partners um, because we do have a lot of partners you know we don't do everything mm -hmm. um, we we work in education we work in the birth world um, but there are some things that that you know we have to refer families to you know counseling and and um, you know uh, different like mental health challenges we have amazing partners that work with our families and that we refer our families to. So, awesome. you know, hopefully we could provide wraparound services for families um, to get help and support uh, for their children. Tina, I love that. Now, how do we connect with you? How does the listeners connect with you if they, if they need service or they know someone that needs service? So they can go to our website, pickofdel, P-I-C-O-F-D-E-L.org. Um, and it's a wonderful website. Um, we have an e-newsletter that goes out every Thursday. They can sign up for that. That has all of our events. It has all of legislation that's come out. Um, anything important um, in Delaware that's happening around uh, children and families with special needs. We have it in Spanish. Um, we also have it focused on early childhood and on transition age. So you can sign up for any one of those. Um, and um, you can also um, email us at pickofdell at pickofdell.org. Awesome, awesome. And or is there a telephone call, number? Yep, 302-999-7395. Um, uh, this is great because to have a partner, you know, it's tough enough being a parent. We all know that it's a blessing, um, but it can be tough. And, is, you know, yeah. when you have a child um, with special needs, it's tougher. And no matter how tough you are or how, you know, educated you are or how much, you know, you have or don't have, it's tough. And sometimes you just need someone there in your corner saying, hey, you've got this. We will help you. And again, Tina, like I said, you know, back in 1992, up to, you know, uh, Tom Tyler actually graduated from high school. Um, we were doing it alone, you know, um, and we did felt like we didn't have anybody in our corner. So I'm glad that especially in today's world and today's environment, that there is, you know, Parent Information Center of Delaware, Pickdell. Um, and I appreciate having you on. I'm so glad that we actually had an opportunity to meet at the Black Birth Expo down in Dover um, this yes. spring. So I'm, I'm digging this. Um, again, before I let you go, is there any last words you'd like to leave the listener? Yes, we um, are having a um, black breastfeeding um, latch on in on August 27th um, at, um, I believe it's going to be at Killen's Pond. Um, so check out our website for that information. Um, and um, if you're interested in the family leadership network, we would love to have more parents, more families involved. Um, and that is through our family shade program. Um, so just, you know, go on our website or contact us and thank you so much. You know, we um, love being on local programs um, because as you said, there are parents out there who need us and we want to make sure that they hear about us and, um, and know how to contact us. Well, I definitely, you know, again, use my platform 
as a way to share that information. Um, and so I'm glad that you and I connected. As always, I always say God puts people in your in your life for a reason and a season. And so we were, you know, there was a reason and a season. So I thank you, Tina. I'm wishing you the the whole you know team at uh, Pick of Delaware. I keep saying Pick of Delaware, right? <laughs> Parent Information Center of Delaware. I'm gonna give you the formal name, Parent Information Center of Delaware. We just you know pick for short. And I'm wishing you, your family, your mission your vision, you know, may God continue to bless you all. Thank you so much. And I thank you for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week I have the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware, who's doing some great things in their communities. And Tina, you know, she's down in Sussex, but she's doing great for the entire state of Delaware. And if you'd like to be a guest here on Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my blog by simply using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. Thank you, Tina. And thank you for listening. And please share this podcast link with your family, your friends, your bae and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya, it's the D.E. Diva, a.k.a. the Delaware Blogger, wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.